No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. Hello again, mech fans. Duncan Fisher here. People tell me, Duncan, you're the only announcer I care to hear. Nobody brings me into the mech action like you do. Why, I even read about mech matches with your voice in my head. Well, that's flattering to hear. It takes years, decades, to cultivate a fan base like mine. You know, back when I was a mech jock, people loved me when I won and hated me when I didn't. During that time, I learned an important life lesson that I want to share with you, my loyal fans. Life is all about winning. If you're not winning, you're not anybody. Once I figured that out, I knew what I had to do. No, not sabotage my opponent's mechs, though that wouldn't have been a bad idea. No, my path to glory was one of a greater calling. I set out to become the voice of Solaris 7. And today, despite all the scandals and investigations into my questionable ethical behavior, I'm at the top. No matter which mech jock wins the match, Duncan Fisher is always in the winner's circle. So there you have it, folks. Win above all else... And nobody cares how you played the game. This has been the Duncan Fisher Minute. You're listening to the Gamecasting Broadcast Network. Live from the outreach studios around the world. This is a No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast number 85. My name is Phil, and I'm your host. It is August 14th, 2013, and my shout-out, it's going to go to Scromboid. Thanks for the home brews. They went to a marvelous place, and I was feeling pretty good at the end of the night. Yeah. Darren, what about you? Hey, this is Darren, a.k.a. Bombadil. My shout-out today goes again, I just want to say thank you again, to Glenn for the awesome mech print that he sent us. You can see it behind Phil when you see him on webcam. I got the same thing. It is sweet, and I appreciate it. Also sent a poster. And again, thank you for everybody that's been sending in gifts and giveaways, most recently, Staple Beater. Thank you, guys. And Brandon? Hello, this is Brandon, also known as Patrick Hell, and my shout-outs are going to Mexpex, MWOG, and the subreddit MWO. All right, I'd like to say welcome to all of our live studio audience members, and of course, to all of our new listeners out there in the world. Hopefully, you're having a great day, and we ask, hey, if you like what we're doing over here at NGNG, and you have the ability, go to our website, and on the right side, there's a tip jar, show some love, and we actually have another feature coming up on our uh, website and forum, to where when you donate, it'll automatically put you into a group to where you can upload your own avatar, much like mechspecs.com does it with their benefactors. We're going to be moving towards uh, something like that. You guys have wanted it, so thank you. Demand and supply. And also, if you're going to be doing a little shopping online, maybe Amazon Newegg or Tiger Direct help support the show while shopping for cool stuff online by clicking on the Amazon Newegg or Tiger Direct buttons on our website, right side, scroll down a little bit. It won't add anything to your charge, but it gives NGNG a little kickback. It's a great way to support everything we do if you don't want to or cannot donate directly. Also, we do have our new RSS feed up. If you have not subscribed yet, please unsubscribe to the old RSS. And the new one is feeds.feedburner.com forward slash NGNG. And this week's Catalyst Game Lab sponsorship giveaway is week 13. Holy crap, it's going by. But we're doing another starter book, Sword and Dragon. Um, I'd like to say congratulations to Gideon Wolf, um, by the way. He just uh, won that last one, the Hex Pack of, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Cities and Roads? I Something like that. that. Something pavement. Like yeah, it's lots of pavement. Um, now, we're into week 13, but how many weeks do we have? We have like 50 or something like that, yeah, right? Yeah, we, we had 52 items to give away, and we still have oh, yeah. some pretty big ones. Uh, obviously, the the games themselves, the introductory box sets, we still have three of those left. But uh, I'm sort of waiting for a special day, maybe when we have Randall Bills, which, by the way, he will be on a future episode in the not-too-distant future. Maybe we'll give away one of those 25 years of art. It's hardback. 
I'm so going to pretend to be somebody else and enter that. Yeah, I know, right? So we got that. So make sure to head over to that link and enter to win. That's all you got to do. This week is basically all you have to do is register and post up your favorite Merc unit. Yeah. So all you clanners, all you haters, you have to post up a favorite Merc unit to win. Just think about that one. The clanners will probably be like, a dead one. That's what. Wolf's Dragoons. Check me. I know, right? And of course, I'd like to say welcome to one of our guests today, uh, Anthony, a.k.a. Wingbreaker. Nice of you to join us. How are you? I'm doing all right. Worried about a golf storm, but that's about it. Nothing new. I was going to say, don't don't get, you know. Just don't go hold any metal rods up into the sky or anything. <laughs> yeah. rods. For those that don't know, by the way, we just wanted to have Anthony on the show tonight. He's actually the author of the uh, the Dragonfall series that you guys have been reading over at uh, nogutsnogax.net and uh, I just want to say you know how long have you been writing um, and you know is it is it a hobby is it something you do you know as as far as like profession uh, I'd like it to be my profession of course uh, <laughs> who wouldn't write but uh, I've been writing for oh 10 years at least so I am a big fan of your writings I've uh, you know said that every time I've talked to him whether it be on the streams or podcasts or whatever um, but I'm curious as far as your style and the approach you took with this series especially could you tell us kind of how you went about uh you know the unique setting and uh you know the approach that you took to writing this basically we're sitting down we're actually kind of uh discussing the uh, the early books because i was starting to read uh i hadn't read them in, i don't know easily five years and we were, we we're sitting down with a couple of friends and we we're reading the old books and uh I was kind of laughing at some of the early stuff because it was it was authors like Sackpole and they're they're just coming to their own, so they're, they're you know they're not trained. I don't know if Sackpole is trained, but regardless, they were just coming to their own. They're they're you know feeling out their style. I was like, well, you know what? What if we had somebody that was writing these things? And I don't know that there hasn't been someone. What if somebody was writing these things from a literary perspective, like like someone that had seriously uh, studied and trained? Well, yeah, I've I've got this degree. It's just sitting around. Well, let's go for it. Let's let's see what it does. And Dagger, uh, I've I've seen that a couple t- times. People saying that it's FRR propaganda. It is in <laughs> fact anything but. But you'll have to find that out when you read it. Absolutely, I agree. And part three is coming out tomorrow. So if you have not yet read parts one and two, uh, head on over to NoGutsNoGalaxy.net and check them out. They're well worth the read if you're at all interested in reading. Battletech fiction, then these are absolutely worth your time. And that being said, also for everyone out there listening, um, if you yourself are a writer, if you like doing uh, articles, or maybe you just like to, you know, write, you know, stuff like this, short stories, or uh, any of that, make sure to get in contact with us. Uh, specifically, you can contact me, Sean Lang at NoGetsNoCast.net. We're always looking for a new talent to, to be a part of our journalism team. So just think about that. We've got a lot of great talent and. Uh, yeah, and we do uh, have an opening in the erotica department. So, uh, yeah, yeah, get hold of it, Phil. I was going to say, and, uh, you know, don't worry. Like, I'm working on the grammar. I know your and your is different. Uh, there, okay. there, and there. Yeah, I know, right? If, if it's not Darren yelling at me, it's, uh, you know, Laura saying, really? 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 And I'm like, uh, fine, whatever. Anyways, I just want to say uh, thank you again, uh, Wing, for being on here and just pipe in as we move along. Um, we're going to be uh, talking about uh, you know the game today, and uh, specifically MechWare Online. We've got a lot of community questions uh, that have been sort of stockpiling, and some of them we have answered before, but maybe maybe we just need to recap on them. Um, so you know we have Garth here today, and he's going to you know answer them. So uh, I'm just going to read them directly, and Garth, I will tell you luck. maybe. Good luck. I was going to say, there's no script. We're just taking literally. And by the way, for those out there listening, if you have questions, um, you know, and, and Garth is here and sometimes we're able to get, you know, other devs, we have a community questions thread every single week. You can literally go on there and post everything. I mean, if it's not vulgar, if it's not just being douchebaggery, we post it up. I mean, if we can. So just think about that one. It's a good way to uh, get your uh, questions answered or at least looked into, right? Uh, we've got Ferrix, and he says, During the last uh, Thursday's third-person test on the public test server, obviously it's been a while since then, but um, he was saying, I found that playing in the game in third-person was far more difficult than in first-person. And he was like, you know, he sort of felt he was punished, and he says, um, Is PGI planning to make adjustments to make third-person view as easy as playing in first-person? And uh, when will the next test for third-person view be? I don't know if we're going to have a test soon. 
I know we're still looking at it. We did a few changes from feedback and whatnot. We're pretty much testing it internally and some a bit elsewise, but I don't know if we have another plant one suit. I'm sorry. I'd like that one though. Okay, so in regards to it being more difficult as far as to aim, and obviously what we were talking about with the snapping of the reticle around, and that was actually due to um, what the mech was looking at and what the person could see was not, you know... It was meant to indicate where you could hit. Like, if you were to fire, it would hit that. Do you want to make it easier? Do you want to make it so aiming is easier in third-person view compared to first? I mean, if you're playing in third-person, should that, uh, you know, be such a, uh, I guess, a as he says, a sort of a punishment or, or a hindrance to being able to aim? Is that something that was intended, or was that just a side effect of the, the reticle? Oh, well, it was. you could tell it was intended because it limits side-to-side movement speed and whatnot, so there's a bit of it there. It's not meant to be the ultimate brawling, fighting mode, so we intentionally went, okay, how can we make sure that first person is still better for combat, but third person is easier to learn on, that kind of thing. Gotcha. And of course, adjustments are coming to that, and I'm assuming we'd see him on the next test. Um, that'd be actually... I'm, well, I'm Phil, how do you feel about the radical thing? I mean, there's, from what I'm reading on all the various boards and communities or whatever, I mean, it seemed kind of split as the whole idea of third-person view is. Some people think that's the way it was meant to be, and they're happy with it that way because it does make it less or more difficult to uh, target and fire, and some people think it's quote-unquote broken and needs to be fixed. What do you think? Well, I look at it as what is the intended use? So if it's supposed to be, if third-person is supposed to help new players, then I feel that um, you'd have to actually like list out, well, what are you trying to help the new players with? Uh, so you could even break it down to, okay, like, you know, situational awareness and, of course, the awareness of where your torso and where your legs are facing. Well, with the current camera that we saw, there was actually mechs that you couldn't see where their legs were facing. So that, obviously, I would assume that would be adjusted. But another thing is, if you're playing in third person and you are a new player, it is harder to aim so is the goal of third person to just basically give you that awareness and give you sort of, you know, spatial awareness and a little bit of, you know, a little bit more of a view of what's going on, but then you want the player to go to first person to engage in combat. And if that's the case, then I would almost say, what's the point of having like the HUD and the HUD elements in third person view as far as like the, the targeting reticle? Like if you, if you want the person to just run around and sort of understand where their mech is facing and, and sort of that, then... I, I don't like the snapping of the reticle um, based on that. Uh, I feel like that's it was very difficult, uh, especially if you're a new player. Um, make it either smooth or, or don't have it. Like, it, it didn't make sense. Um, I mean, if you were a new player and you hopped in there and you were mousing over, you know, this terrain or an object and it was, you know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. The- I think if it's all about the new player experience, then that's just going to confuse them and fuck it up. I agree. So, I, I actually think it would help because it shows where your projectile will hit as opposed to what you're looking at. That's you know? why it does that little skip. Well, because the camera's behind you, the camera angle isn't the same as where you can fire from. So what happens is it skips because you can't aim between those two things. You're aiming over totally, something in front of you. Yeah. I mean, we, I get the math completely. I saw the, the diagrams and all that. I understand it. I just think as far as a new user goes, since that's what we're talking about, they're not going to get it. They're not going to have seen the diagrams. They're not going to know the math. They're just going to be like, what the fuck is this? Well, I mean, and you got to look at it. If the whole purpose of third person is to to help new players, but if it isn't just the whole purpose, if the purpose is just to have a third person camera and, and met combat going on in third person as well as first person, and if you choose a third person match, then you can switch between the two, and if you choose a first person match, you're stuck in the first person. So I feel like you know, like, should there be a hindrance? And if it's part of the game design, like, uh, you know, all the um, other, you know, like, let's say World of Tanks, I know a lot of people don't like analogy, but World of Tanks, you didn't get, you can engage in third person, but it's preferred switching into the side of the tank and stuff like that and, and getting that feel. So if that's the case, uh, if first person is still sort of the go-to for combat, um, you know, I, I definitely feel like that transition between okay, well, I'm in third person, I can see where I am, I have the spatial awareness, I get, the, I get that, and, uh, you know, okay, I have, I'm, I'm, I'm engaging, I'm switching back to first person. I just felt that, like, aiming was just really, really hindered in third person. And so, if that's the case, I mean, would you, I mean, how, how do you guys feel about that? I mean, um, 
you know, Wingbreaker, you played uh, quite a bit, I'm sure, on the on the test server. So, what were your feelings on third person? Yeah, and the reticle. Uh, honestly, my my feeling was, you know, I have no real issue with it as as far as balance concerns go. But, <laughs> uh, you know, people love to rag on on the dragon, but I was getting six and seven kill matches during the uh, the test because, quite simply, I was not playing third person, and uh, the other people were. And they could not brawl with even a dragon. You're so, just taking advantage of all those people I that are sitting around easy, looking at their mech. Basically. I'm so beautiful. Yes. <laughs> and you're headshotting them. Look at these gorgeous cicada legs. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you. Wait, spider, you can't see the legs. That there was a few mechs that I really like running, and I felt like they were running, right? The hunchback strut and the spider, you know, and stuff. But there are dun, some mechs. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, there are some mechs that definitely need some love as far as animation. It's like, no, this, it's, no. But anyways, uh, so I, I feel like, for me, uh, I, I think maybe just, you know, what is third person? What is its ultimate purpose? If it's supposed to be part of, like, the combat experience, well, it needs to be defined, it, I guess, you know, throughout this whole conversation. It's like, if the definition is it's supposed to just be a tool to help you with situational and, you know, uh, spatial awareness, then cool. If it's not supposed to be used for combat, cool. Well, then how about taking away those elements, um, you know, or uh, improve upon you know, I, I see it both ways. Um, so, yeah. Next question we have is Seth, and uh, he says, uh, during Brian's stream of the Spectator View, which, by the way, if you guys didn't see that, freaking awesome, uh, he mentioned Twitch integration with MWO. Can you share some details on that, Garth? Uh, as far as I know, the idea would be to link the accounts, like your MWO account and Twitch or something, in some way have them linked together so you can Twitch straight from in-game without having to run them separately. That's the impression I gathered of it. Generally, when people tell me code things, I go, what? And don't understand. I don't know if any of you have played Smite, but that's one of the things that's incorporated into the UI. You can just switch over to a tab and you can stream, you can watch other streams. It's totally just uh, seamless. I'm hoping that's the direction it's going in because I think that would be uh, a great benefit well, to everyone dude there's so many games planicide 2 has integration uh yep. steam just signed a deal with them i think the xbox one is going to have it as well so you definitely see the movement towards you know multiple different i guess hardware being able to stream the, the question i have is obviously when you stream though and i use obs which is in my opinion so much better as far as resources than um xsplit i don't know why that is uh but it has low overhead, so it doesn't hurt my performance that much, but it does have a performance impact just a bit. So, um, you know, obviously, if they're going to implement it... Um, I think they people... have pills to help with your performance, Phil. Yeah, do they? Take the blue pill. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely down for it. I, and I feel that if you don't know how to, you know, set up OBS and XSplit and, it, it, you know, Twitch integration, like, it is sort of confusing at times. Like, I totally get that. And I feel like all you have to do is press a freaking button and it links to your username on a Twitch account. Freaking awesome. Like, I, I think that's great. And the more MWO we see on Twitch, the better. What's up, Brandon? I was about to say, uh, I think one of the best things, if this does go through and everything like that, is when it's paired up if and when we see the lobby system, the uh, ability for the competitive scene to actually pick up and start doing something and be able to broadcast it to basically ease... Yeah, now you guys can lose while people see what you're doing. (laughs) Exactly. Oh my god. Which I actually had the uh, pleasure of being on the opposite end of that, which was, I'm not going to lie, which was so fun. And there's a video of me, you know, uh, basically having to... Not true. Or as Gar said, well... We'll show him who the real mech warriors are, and then I go on a six-kill rampage and almost killed him as well. Hmm. Funny how that works. Uh, Carry on, Crows. Uh, yes. Rather than paying MC, and this is actually a question that's been asked in the past. I just want to preface this, and they did give an answer, but Garth, you can hit up on this. Um, he says basically, why not pay MC to rent stuff? You got a lot of games out there that you can rent items for a day, seven days, uh, permanent, you know, and stuff like that. But obviously, you can rent out for you know up to like seven days or fourteen days. Now, Garth. At the time, we were told this was actually a UI, um, like, 2.0 feature that was possibly, like, they had to have UI 2.0. Do you know if this is still on the docket? Like, if this is going to be possible or looked into? Still looking at, yeah. Um, It depends on a lot of things, particularly how interested people are in it. Um, I personally would really like it because a lot of the time I find that someone's like, should I get this Mac? I don't know. I really want to try it first. So I think the idea of renting is incredible. 
we've seen this in other well a lot of other titles free to play titles um uh, i know world of tanks has like the paint where you can try it for a day three days seven days um, planet side uh, war thunder has has it as well and a, a ton of other titles and it basically allows that person to you know try something out for a day and if they like it then they can make the bigger purchase brennan i think it'd be really useful in a lot of the um modules such as like the coolant shots and stuff like that where you could rent it for a time interval instead of a single use um i think you would see probably a lot more people picking them up perhaps because i don't think a lot of people pick them up the mc version of it just because it's 15 mc for a single use item whereas if it was like 15 mc for a day or something like that i think you'd see a lot more people use it darren do you have any uh input on that no <laughs> <laughs> i had to All think right. that answer up question we have is keycat and he says will we ever see solaris arena game mode and map like the mech where living legends but without the mech buying of course a small game mode with uh separate solo and duo team cues and stuff like that um garth yeah I, i'm gonna go with i think i've answered this over a dozen times now so maybe and later would be my answers to that no, not soon you. later dude i'm telling you if you guys do solaris arena and you have it so people can bet mobile app and stuff like that on their phones like hey it's it's bombadil versus phil and you know blah 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 you know i mean to be able to do that and have Launder brackets, your money here yeah and have brackets and be able to lose money and gain money i mean like i <laughs> to me i feel like that's really cool like i i feel like yeah it does change the rating on the game greg you'd lose all your money buddy <laughs> not according to youtube uh like i said that's cg <laughs> cgi magic uh, he took a Linda course and he learned how to do some CGI Greg, trickery. Greg Byrne. Greg Byrne. Well, I saw Shut that up. ninja stuff Phil was pulling. He got baptized. He's <laughs> just lucky he had an AC20. I think uh, the whole Solaris Arena thing is a horrible idea. I don't think anybody wants it. Uh, I don't think it would be popular at all. No? Yeah, it'd be unpopular. I don't think anyone <laughs> wants it, really. No, I'm, I'm going to go on a This little, game but... is rated M for money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. When we uh, when we were playing Living Legends, Solaris Arena was actually my favorite thing um, on Living Legends when they implemented it. Um, it was one of those things where, out of like all the queues on this particular server, out of all the maps, it would get to like Solaris Arena. I'd like to play in for a few rounds and then move on to back to like Team Deathmatch, Attrition, and stuff like that. And I feel like obviously as PGI talks about more game modes, and obviously you know they've mentioned uh, the dropship and stuff like that. I'd love to be able to see all these things. I mean, it's you got to think for all those people that think they're you know the best mech war out there. Hey, you can go prove it. Like you can have individual brackets, you can have team brackets. I mean, like you're already going to have the system sort of in place for community warfare. Now, just put it towards like you know just a, a bracket system to where they can go in there and prove and say you know I am who I am. I mean, and there's plenty of rules for it already. So. I think uh, it would be great. That's just... I think there's three given things that everybody wants. Everybody wants Unseen Mechs, everybody wants the Clans, and everybody wants Solaris. Just given. You don't. Need, it's not even a topic of Trinity. discussion. Yeah. You got to have a uh, you know be have the ability to pick up a Mech's leg and bash people with it though. Like you have to be able to pick up a Commando, the whole thing as an Atlas. Those are more fringe ones. wants though. You know. I know, but it would be so cool. Yes. Yes. But... Community war- warfare. That's included in that, of course. All right, but very, very cool question. Um, you know, I feel that there is definitely so many roads they can add to, especially the longevity of the game, how many different game modes and stuff like that. And I know all of you guys, uh, you know, are ready. And by the way, we had we had talked to Brian. Uh, we're actually going to be sitting down with Brian um, beginning of September. So keep that in mind. We're going to be talking to him about the state of the game and stuff like that, too. So you're going to have some of your answers. or I would say try to get all of them. And we'll let you guys know ahead of time, too, so you can post up all the community questions that you can, and we'll just sit down and, and talk with Brian. So that is coming the very beginning of September. All right, so we're going to open it up to community questions from the live studio audience for you guys to ask uh, us and uh, Garth questions. You can even ask George Ledoux if you'd like to. Ask him a question. Do it. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get Syllogy. What's up, guys? What's up, man? I've noticed in the last six months there's been a definite, you know, stem of flow of information coming from the development team. Uh, I know that there's reasons that some things are kept under wraps and others aren't, but I'm kind of wondering why uh, development's gone a little bit more opaque than it has been in the past. 
Um, there's no specific reason. It's not like a concerted effort to not talk about things. Generally, people will get extremely busy and then not have the chance to do so, but then it'll let up and then they'll post their things. So it's not, you know, this hidden effort to make sure you can't see anything. It's more just people don't have the time. I mean, people are still here until 9 or 10 at night, so yeah. Garth does... Vaca- I mean, I, I'm, I'm asking because... I know the answer, but vacation plays a big part like in this, right? I mean, people take vacation and they're not here, right? Yeah, there is that too. Like, people are gone and can't answer. Or, you know, like, we're coming in on release. So this is really the worst time for people to not be working. (laughs) So people are all coming back from vacation and working. So there's just not enough time for people to do it. All right. Good question, Syllogy. It's also because we hate you, Syllogy. (laughs) I knew that. Boo, who's next? Bill the Turnip. That's such an interesting name. Uh, Do you have any plans to try and get people back into the game at all? Uh, I know there's a lot of people that have left. Is there any plans for getting people to come back, or is there nothing? I I imagine that some things like Community Warfare and the Clans coming out and those sort of larger things will bring people back. There's no, like, let's go find John from whatever Mercor, see why he's not playing and bring him back specifically but yeah i think some of the bigger changes will bring people back and release maybe yeah that'll definitely help some yeah i mean i know a lot of the group of friends that i play different games with i mean we're always going back and do the various games when there's a big patch or a big uh you know a new release or whatever i'm assuming the same will be said here thanks for the question bill boot who's next verger is that verger is in like star trek the movie no no Yeah, you did. Good job. Beager. (laughs) My question is, is that I actually found a picture of, it looks like someone's face on Terra Therma in between one of the barracks on the uh, the ring. And I took a screenshot. Yeah, I can post it for you guys in the chat. Do it, do it. it. Do it. Oh, boy. And I can't get a good enough shot on it because, you know, I've been in Highlanders and Spiders and it's not super high resolution. But it's always curious me, why do you know developers do these kinds of weird things and is it something that you guys missed or you know is it something that you guys put on their own purpose do you guys remember the the penis on the cover of uh, the little mermaid <laughs> <laughs> easter yeah. eggs are generally left by people as like a trademark thing i don't know yeah. what this one is i've never actually seen it it looks like mona lisa or something <laughs> it looks like a fish yeah, i think it's a woman it isn't it it's a woman on the right kind of and the the white is the background now no man yeah, that's interesting. So and quickly enhance, Good find. And then enhance the enhancement. We got to go deeper. Enhance. All I got to say, Timberwolf. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> that's so. That's it. It's a Timberwolf. It's a it's Timberwolf a and drag. It's, oh, the tim- it's Phelan it's Kell during interrogation. That's that's what it is. Garth, we demand that you answer this question. So who's getting well, fired, Garth? Get I don't know. Merge. I'm about to find out. That's, keep uh, going, keep going. I'll try and find out why you guys are doing this. It's, it's, you know what it is? It's Anthony Weiner's junk. Uh, <laughs> it's his right. Weiner. Moving on to the next one. Thanks, Verge. Appreciate that, man. All right. Uh, new Clay, go ahead and mute. Hey, how's it going? First Robinson Rangers. Or actually, no, hold on. It's Robinson Ranger Brigade. Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's changed. It's not first anymore. No, no, it's not. Well, I do have a question for Garth. Due to the fact that the flea has been having major issues from the sounds of it, due to the fact, well, mask, I assume, is being a real pain to implement, and with the release of the Kentaro, I'm assuming we're not going to be seeing a light mech, uh, light mech, I should say, this month, are we? I don't think so, no. It's not because of the flea, I just don't think there's a light coming. I actually don't... No, there isn't. Well, what about uh, the Phoenix? Well, the Phoenix ones, yeah. I meant, you know, new, new ones. New, new. Now, new, new. I, I have a feeling, Nuclei, were you sort of referring to the flea having issues and possibly the Phoenix being introduced in the Locust? Do you feel like, uh, is that, were you sort of hinting at, like, that's why we haven't seen the flea yet? Or I was more or less pointing because uh, way back there was discussions and we were told more or less that because they were having issues implementing the flea, more or less mask, uh, we didn't get a light mech last, I want to say, cycle. So we've missed one cycle of light mechs, and I'm a 
really hardcore light mech pilots, so I'm just kind of wondering if we're going to be seeing one until the Locust, or we're going to be seeing one earlier. Nuclear, are you excited about the Locust, or are you focusing oh, on the fleet? Yeah, me too, man. Well, I mean, yeah, if he doesn't know, well, he doesn't know, but I would definitely like to see another one myself as well. I definitely feel like, make sure when we have a community questions, when we sit down and talk to Brian, make sure to post that up, because I do, I mean, it's a valid topic, and they've talked about it, right? I mean, like, when a mech pushes 150+, plus, weird shit started happening, so, you know, have they resolved that, um, and if they have... You know what's the timetable for you know new mechs you know that can go that fast all i gotta say is this you think the fucking spider is hard to hit right now oh my god mm. like it well god. is mask going to be a piece of equipment you can put on i mean it's sort of like ecm is mask going to be able to be put on every mech that's another question like they garth do you know if if can you, you know, like do you know if it'll be an item or not i imagine yeah. it would be yeah atlas yeah. with mask yes um but I think it is important here with these questions that maybe we're not getting the answers that we want. Um, and I'm talking to you guys out there. Um, if you're not getting the answers that you want, like Phil said earlier, we are going to have Brian Ekman on uh, very soon. So be sure when Phil announces, it's time to take these questions. Send in your questions. If you don't ask them and nobody else does, then they won't get answered. I, You know, another thing um, on the topic of mask, though, is I think it'd be really cool to see the other type of... Um, it's a triple myomer fiber. It's basically when it heats up, it gets your mech goes faster. It's uh, what uh, uh, Kaiar Liao has on his Yenle Wang. Uh, Victor has his, his Centurion totally upgraded. And he has Gauss rifle, like medium pulse lasers and triple strength. And basically, you got to think for a lot of us, we push the heat boundary, right? So that 90, you know, 90% heat, your mech would be going even faster. I think that would be really cool. I feel like we could probably ask Paul and uh, Brian about that if they've thought about, I don't know how technically they would be able to incorporate that, but it would be cool, right? All right, good question. Who's up next, Boop? Uh, Carrion Crows. Uh, real quick. No, it's carry not Carrion. On. See, Carrion carry Crows on. would be like how many crows you're going to be bringing onto the jet plane with you. That's Carrion. That's they, right. They no, it's eat, definitely a Carrion. That's, they that's eat what... scrap mech metal. It's Phil Bonics, damn it. Actually, you have beard bonics. You've heard that, right? You were saying some weird <laughs> shit this past week. How many crows will you be bringing onto the plane today, sir? Murder. Murder. What's up, What's up uh, That's right. All right, my question is the Kentaro, sir. The center torso hitbox. Is it a mistake? Is it a bug? Is it going to be fixed? I think we'll take a look at it. It is... I would say it's getting more than it should, definitely. It's not like the Dragon, where it's... It, there's a lot of CT, but you can still hit the side. It seems like on the Kentaro, you just don't hit the side so yeah it's gonna be looked at okay cool now my question garth is and you know i remember we were talking to fd during the, the mech steps and pier and knowing that the aesthetics of a mech will play a role and how easy it is to to take out i mean knowing that ahead of time uh you you like you can show me a picture and i can tell you just based off that picture of what the vulnerabilities are. You know, if you had just shown me the dragon, I would get as well, CTs. It's right out there. So, I mean, that being said, could hitboxes be improved based on, like, hey, when you design a new mech, you may want to, you know, like, instead of making it, you know, this gigantic CT or whatever, like, split it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, does that ever come into yeah it, it comes into consideration I, I assume this is just an issue it's having. I don't think it's like, a, we did this on purpose to make it a giant CT. With the dragon, you kind of have to because it is a giant CT. But in this I case, figured, I figured fix it. I totally figured you guys did it on purpose since it was Russ's favorite uh, mech. You're like, well, let's get him. What the Kentaro was favorite? No, 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 dragon. Oh, the dragon. Yeah. Oh. So if that's and they want to kill Russ, you know, when they play. So. Oh. Okay. Gotcha. All right, Boo. Who's up next? Triple A. Triple A. What's up, man? Audio, folks. Hey. Um, questions actually for Garth. Just wondering with. Uh, the the new movement characteristics of mechs where they slow down based on the uh, the slope that they're trying to go up uh is there any plan to like make a pass over some of the maps to yes absolutely yes. some of the okay because there's like a lot of little rocks here and there that yeah there's a lot of little things um in. i think terra's being done first terra firma and then after that we'll go back and do all of them Sweet. have you uh a experienced the the glue effect on mordor I have indeed. It's fixed. I, I, I mean, I, it's fixed. it tripped me out so much, I completely had to stop doing the drugs I was doing because I didn't know <laughs> if it was them or if it was a map or what. 
No. Give me the drugs now. Um, I, I've actually uh, talked to uh, one of the artists, and basically they said is as the game's getting ready for launch, they're you know like they'll go back over all of this stuff and do like a revamp um, and, and touch up. And, you know, obviously they're work, they're pushing forward, and they have to take the time to go back and look at all these things. So like stuff like uh, let's see, it was Forest Colony and like River City, just little things like that. Um, I definitely would like to see map optimization. Yeah. Oh, just it, I guess assets across you know terrain and uh, environmental art and stuff like that. I've seen free-to-play games go on long enough to where they actually make a second pass at all the maps. You know, they'll optimize them for the first round and for release and so forth, and then a year or two later, they'll completely go through and re-optimize every, everything and improve yeah, performance. Yeah, some of them will find something that will improve all maps and then do it uh, sort of as it comes along. Yeah, thanks. I was just curious because I know that the way... CryEngine maps work, you kind of have to overwrite the whole thing, so it's a big big deal, you have to plan ahead for it just wondering if we'd even bother Cool, thank you for your question Cheers. Boo, who's next? Uh, well, Carry On Crows did have something to add up to what he Is this a follow up? Yeah, yeah. It's more in lines with the uh, the pelvic hitboxes, I was just curious why the, the pelvic and the hip and the, the ass of the mech is sort of bound to the rear CT and the front CT On the Kentaro? On all mechs Oh, from the bottom, you mean? Correct. Yeah, um, there is actually... We're looking at that. On oh, some mechs, it doesn't make a difference, but on some... Cicada, <coughs> it does. <laughs> How, now, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I'm gonna, what I'm it gonna? is. Oh, yeah, I'm going I'm I'm to basically call this what it is. I feel like this is actually a, a short fall of the battle tech, you know, uh, and tabletop and the translation of... How dare you? Yeah, I'm going to say it, but, like, they didn't have... To worry, I mean, like, pel- you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't have to take that into consideration. So I feel like this is something that, and I'm wondering, Garth, and I may have to ask Paul, but like, have you guys ever considered adding um, another, you know, complete separate entity, a hitbox, if you will? And then obviously there's repercussions. What, of that for groin? Well, just for, you know, that. Uh, and you've got like the pelvis, because, okay, what what is basically saying is if you split up the pelvis into the legs individually then you know if you're hitting that part would the legs get destroyed a lot easier and stuff well does that mean you have to buff up the armor on the legs or do you need to buff the well, sort buff of like the, the crotch dragon, right if the dragon has this huge ct and it is easier to hit um you know why not bend the rules and give it more you know ct armor make those little special tweaks to it's sort of like quirks to what you guys are doing with the max in general have you guys thought about doing quirks for armor? Like the Hunchback 4G, you know, the right torso would have, you know, probably beefier armor uh, than on the left or, you know, stuff like that. Or the cicada has a sturdy been, crotch. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's been talk about it, but it, it would be a lot of work and we would have to essentially revamp everything in order to, to re-kajigger it all. So I don't imagine that's coming, but it is an interesting topic and something I will ask about. Thank you, sir. re Re what? Jigger? Rick and Jigger Fat. I have no idea. Alright. Garth Garth speaking Phil. Do we have any more questions, Boo? Well, Verger wants to say something. Veger. There's, there's like how many people in the channel and only like I know everybody keeps saying, you know, the same people keep asking. So Verger. I have another question. Um on the Highlander all the Highlanders, it seems that if you have more than two SRM sixes, one of them fires as a standard SRM six and the other seems to fire as a narc tube. Uh, what is the cause of that, and when is a possible fix coming out? That'd be great to know. It is a bug, and I don't know if it's been fixed yet. I know it's being looked at, oh, so I can tell you that much. It shouldn't Isn't be doing that. with the Jenner as well? Something about the Jenner was, like, uh, when you fire uh, eight missiles uh, deduct or something like someone was... Yeah, somebody was pointing that out in a stream, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, so, and by fixed already garth you mean it's on you know another stage of development or whatever it's just not live yet but possibly yeah. fixed yeah sorry uh we we have it ready for a patch kind of thing good 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 right. to hear next question uh damon how like damon how matt damon damon uh hey garth uh this is a question for you uh, you mentioned earlier about animation fixes uh for some of the mechs is this going to apply also to say, uh, typically fast or light mechs going extremely slow? 
It'll be for all mechs. It's just there, it, we'll go back once there's time, of course, and look at all of them. So it won't be like just lights when this doing this specific thing. It'll be all animations. I'm a huge um, fan Penis. of. I will beat you. I'm a, no. I'm a huge fan of actually the mechs. If the thing's supposed to be running, the definition of running is there's flight. And uh, when I was doing the third person uh, videos of the different designs, you know, I tried to make a you know. Um, a point of does the animation look right right because you don't notice it uh, all the time when you're, you're firing at someone or you're inside the cockpit but as soon as you switch to third person and you can see um, like uh, my favorite battle mic right now yes it's been replaced the centurion 9 alpha is no longer my favorite it's the bj1 but the, the blackjacks just they don't it, it's like they walk fast they don't there's no run there's no trot there's no strut it's just and anyway, are you saying that when they're running there should be a moment where both feet are off the ground yeah i mean that's the definition of flight now i understand too that uh dennis um and the animation uh and the art team went for like a very robotic uh movement i totally get that but you look at mechs like the atlas and you look at the hunchback and a few other like the catapult's actually good to go obviously it doesn't run i would i would like it if it did but you look at those animations and they look really cool. There's a lot of pelvis movement and swing to the side with Atlas, but you look at something like the Victor and there's nothing like it's, and I don't know if that's because it was just sort of rushed or, you know, like someone else was doing it, but yeah, as laser angel says, pelvic thrusting, like I want to see Elvis uh, mix, you know, and it, it may not seem like much, but it's those little details in, in, in a game that really, you know, to me, I mean, do you guys feel that way? I mean, Greg, you know? Uh, would it be out of line to say that pelvis thrusting would be a value add? Could it be? <laughs> yeah. I want to be able to type forward slash thrust and just have my mech sit there and do that. Absolutely. I'd have Brian C, 10,000. Do you know how many you would sell? A lot. What was that, Brian? I was going to say, definitely some of the animations. To I, I, I would agree with you, Phil, that yes, uh, smoothing out the animations especially for running animations and stuff like that would be in my opinion really nice to see you know it's just one of those things that dirt you know when you're in these mechs scale is somewhat skewed oh by the way i'm gonna get off on tangent um remember someone was <laughs> uh good. yeah i know right be prepared someone was uh saying oh when i'm playing third person view i feel like i'm a little toy soldier uh or even when i'm in the mech i don't feel like there is you know, everything else out there is real world size. And actually that is something they talk about in the battle tech novels. It's this sort of disconnect of uh, perspective and, and uh, you know, that disconnect to where things don't look the size they are because you're up, you know, when you're, when you're high up, you know, and you don't have people like running around, I guess, in the game. So you can't make that distinction, but yeah, that perspective of when you're in this gigantic, you know, machine, of course it's going to look like you're a toy i mean it, you know if you're in third person it, that's just how it is so river city does a really good job because you have a lot of buildings that are of scale or if you have like trucks and stuff like that one more question from army veteran he has something for uh, paul he doesn't have a mic and this question is where is the urban mech <laughs> well we know, know where that I answer keep is asking for it that's going to be I like fully i am fully pro urban mech although i think people who bought it would immediately get mad i think they don't think it's as bad as it is it's got to happen, right? I mean, there's nothing stopping it. It's not like it's... It's not unseen. Know, unseen. We can all see it. Actually, uh, there was one issue someone brought up. The engine wouldn't uh, wouldn't be in the game. Like, it would be a zero-weight engine. It goes really... Well, it's not like it moves anyway. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. I, I mean, mean ba- yeah, I mean, basically, an urban mech would be about as powerful as one of those bobbleheads you can buy now, right? It's like a trash can, but it sort of walks. Beep, boop, beep. The All people right. want it. The people demand it. Mm-hmm. Let's move <laughs> All on. All right, moving on to MechWare Online. We had the August uh, 8th hotfix, and that was for uh, the FPS uh, drop that a lot of people saw. They added the ability to turn off glow, um, and I think there was a few issues with like LODs on the low and medium spec. As soon as this went live, I hopped in game to test it out myself, and I was asking a bunch of people. Now, I'm going to say the majority said it fixed their issues. But I know there was a few individuals that were still having performance issues. I mean, Garth, uh, do you know exactly what, you know, behind the scenes? Do you know the technical reasons or anything like that? Sorry, for what? The I'm trolling FPS people. Drop when, uh, <laughs> the, the last Pay attention, Garth. Oh, uh, what happened was um, 
I, I assume zero was added kind of thing, but what, what the game was doing is it was checking, you know, when you're injured, you have a different uh, texture on you. It was checking for that, I think, a thousand times a second for all mechs, regardless of if you've been hit yet. <laughs> so, yeah, it would just be like, is it hurt? Is it hurt? Yeah, Samsung's got it. So, I mean, like, uh, I've talked to everyone, uh, you know, the hosts and stuff, and I know across the board, but I know there were people that were still having issues, and, you know, I'm it sucks. I totally understand that. Uh, I feel like I feel really bad when like someone's like, oh, I just don't have the computer or, you know, I've got this older computer. And I don't have the money. And I'm like, oh, I, I, I feel your pain. Um, so hot fix went live. We've got the screenshot of the Kentaro uh, and then obviously the Kentaro MC uh, versions. Now, we, we've talked speaking about of this. crotches. We talked about this with the, the Highliner when they did this. I think it's a smart marketing move on PGI's part to say, hey, here's the Hero Mech a week later, here's the MC versions, and then a week after that, here's the Seabell versions. And, you know, like, just be patient. If you don't want to spend the MC, just wait. Seabell versions. And you get to blow up someone's, uh, you know, MC versions for a week. I want to alpha strike that Kentaro right there. One of the things I actually uh, want to bring up is uh, during that MC period, uh, Gareth, have you guys ever considered giving a small discount to the MC only as almost like an incentive to kind of pick it up? Uh, I've mentioned that people were asking for that. Yes, I don't know what internally has been talked to, you know, about it. They don't bring me into the meetings and are like, here's what we're doing yet. I'll get there. Don't worry. No, Gareth, right. I have a question. And I think we may have asked this, but have you I have a ever... maybe answer. Have you ever considered actually offering everything for C-bills, but at really high prices? I mean, there's people that, if you put in the time to, let's say, build up 100 million C-bills or, you know, whatever, 20 or 30 million C-bills, and you want to drop that on a mech, I mean, I mean, has that ever, I mean, I, I know it's Short answer, yes, it's been discussed. Uh, other short answer, I doubt it would happen. We've got Bam, silence. I know, right? No! I know it's a part of the marketing um i've seen other free-to-play titles do that where you know it's extremely high prices but hey maybe there are people that just you know they don't have the cash to be able to spend and hey they they dump the time they play your game long enough and so they're rewarded with hey you do that here the trade-off is you can buy this mc item you know for c bills but at a high price and you know um you know we do appreciate you playing the game and you can earn these things but it's going to take you even longer i mean i feel like a lot of people would enjoy that um I mean, what about the people that can only you can't spend money on MC, so therefore they can't get another mech bay, and they're stuck with four. Like, they're probably going to build up large amounts of C bills. Like, and I feel like it would probably, I don't know, benefit them from being able to do that. I mean, am I the only one here? I mean, I still think yes. I think C bills to be able to purchase for mech bays would be an excellent thing to for at least a money sink as well for a C bill sink um, would be very beneficial. Something like I don't know, even like. 500,000 to a million C bills for a bay. I mean, I mean, yeah, you could save that up or you could just drop the 300 MC. I would imagine we will never see mech bays for 500,000 or a million. I would oh, imagine it would have not. to be way fucking more than that. Probably. That's like 50 um, mil. X million. <laughs> but no, that, yes, that's what I'm saying million. is even if it's ridiculously high priced, it still allows that that person, you know, that maybe doesn't I mean the rowdy, like, not everyone's freaking rich. Not everyone can afford. Not everyone can drop. You're like, oh, well, the 300 MC, it's like five bucks. That's not much. Hey, man, some people have priorities. They can't spend it on games. You know, they got family. And so, I mean, they, it, they, it is they, what it is. They can buy Mech Bay or they can buy a meal. That's how it is. Five bucks I mean, is what it is. No, and I'm, I'm, I'm being dead serious here. Like, I, I just feel like it would be one of those things where, hey, I'm able to play a lot. And I like these things, but the rowdy, I can't afford them at all and I, I just sort of I could see that the point of the the player being like well I'm sort of punished like and this sort of sucks like these are things that I want but I agree and I understand what you're saying but there's also the saying you get what you pay for well yeah but you are paying for it because you're paying for your time playing the game if you're not given any money no, then but no, no you you have to have the players that are getting shot at i mean you, you know you're gonna you're gonna have to have everyday joe schmo everyone does their part you have your whales that spend a lot of mc spend a lot of money on mc right and pay for everyone you've got your players you know like if i was stuck only having four mechs and i couldn't ever get a fifth or and i had to get rid of a mech to get another one like in the long phil would literally <laughs> kill himself no i'm oh, saying yeah. I, I would I, I would can be you imagine him with only four mechs 
I would I would definitely be frustrated with that, especially with as more mechs get added. If you got three that you really like, and sure you junk one, and then you find a fourth you like, and then say the Timberwolf comes out, well, now you got to get rid of one of the four mechs you actually really enjoy playing. And I understand the free-to-play market. Someone said that's not free-to-play. Actually, you're incorrect. There are free-to-play titles that are they do exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, they're at extremely high prices, but still, people are able to do it. And I just feel like it's sort of like a gesture from the devs saying, hey, we're not going to make it low-priced because we can't. You know, at the end of the day, we have to make money. This is a free-to-play title. Totally understand. I think everyone gets that. But... Here's an opportunity to get these items, but just at an extremely high price, and you know we appreciate you playing. I don't know, maybe that's just me. No, I mean even with bringing up that argument that you get what you pay for, I definitely agree that it would be cool to see a C bill price in there, but I just think it needs to be high, like fifty million or whatever. Oh, definitely. I was just given like an example. I wasn't actually given. You um, were wishful thinking, buddy. I was very wishful thinking. I, but I mean, yeah, even like twenty-five you... million. Oh. Twenty-five million, I think, would be reasonable, or even thirty million. Wing, I can give you an example right now because that's exactly how I play until uh, until the Phoenix pa- package is released. I have four mech bays and three of them are dragons. You can you can guess how well that goes for me half the time. <laughs> but you're rich. You could buy any of us. I'm totally rich. Yes, with my fifty million MC bills. Feels cheap. Whatever. No, I think it's something to, to definitely discuss, and I, I, I would actually love to hear back, because at the end of the day, uh, if players can play this game and be rewarded for continuing to play, but don't have the money, but you're still saying, hey, we understand financially you're not able to, but hey, you put in the time, here's your little bit of reward for being able to, I, I feel like it's a good thing. And I, I think it would be win-win across the board. You know, people that want to spend money are going to spend money. Uh, that's the reality of it. So, um, News at 11. We've got uh, the next patch on the 20th. Um, Garth, what do we have upcoming uh, next week? Uh, oh, I'll just tell you all the... Oh, you almost had me there. Uh, <laughs> Timberwolf? I will say that medium mech pilots are going to have a good time. Ooh, is it going to be a medium mech hookers. party? It's bringing the hookers, just like it said in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> is that a promise, Medium though? hookers. <laughs> that's even better. Shadowhawk? <laughs> No, no, Sh- Shadowhawk. What? I think I think he's alluding to the tweaks that were supposed to be coming. Tweaks. Your tweaks. Tweakers. Are You're talking about quirks. Hookers and tweakers. Yes, the quirks. Yes, we are well, adding uh, the uh, cocaine. The <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and move on. We've got uh, Garth. This is actually specifically about you. Posted up about, about Sarah's Jenner, and uh, he definitely. That's again, Sarah's if, Jenner and you. Thank you. Yeah, if, if you haven't donated, make sure to go do so. Only a few days left, six days to be precise. It is pretty damn awesome uh, to be able to raise a hundred thousand plus dollars um, in that. Hey, time, so. so Garth, are we gonna? Is there gonna be any kind of concerted effort on uh, the last day or the day after or whatever to get everybody out in their Sarah's Jenner and just see a bunch of Sarah's Jenners running around? Uh, I want to on the twenty third. Do twelve v twelve all Sarah Jenners all the time. Nice. I've been so having I will fun be in there. My... Fake failing to organize it. That's what I'll be doing. Awesome. Gotcha. We have uh, Garth also posting XP and C bill uh, for scouting in the works and coming. You want to talk about that, Garth? Uh, pretty much what it says. So does that Game mean game. like for capping or for spotting? I or think all the, the idea above? is to be all inclusive with it. Like spotting isn't just. Here's your XP for someone hitting someone. Like uh, one suggestion I really like that I forwarded was uh, you get a portion of the damage bonus whoever hit them gets. So you know if they do 100 damage, you get 10% of that or whatever. Uh, just something to incentivize spotting, for example, things like that. I think that'll make a lot of people happy for sure. What about capping? Yeah, capping too. Uh, I think it, it would. Be, I'm not sure if it was time based or whatever, but it was. There's a bonus for actually capping, not just having capped a thing for the whole team. Gotcha. What about just running around really fast and crazy and stuff like that? Not necessarily doing anything productive, but just... Running in a giant circle will get you a massive bonus. Sweet! (laughs) Finally, I could be a scout. Man, all right. All right, moving on to MechWare Tactics. We had the communication conundrum. If you did not give this a read, make sure to do so. Um, we actually, again, a few, what was it last week or the week before, we spotted that uh, the game has a new developer, and that's Blue Lizard Games. And they sit down, and uh, this, my dog is snoring, you hear that? 
Well, that's a good time to say goodbye to Garth. Garth has got to go. So yeah. the, the Garth see, is leaving the building. Bye, guys. Later, buddy. See you, man. Bye, Garth. Now, the, the communi- communication conundrum was basically about uh, the new developers coming in, looking at the state of the game and saying, okay, let's take what they've done and is there a way to improve it uh, you know, upon, upon the design? And they were basically saying that the UI, the you know, when you load up the game, is you know a big hindrance. Um, that you had to go through multiple different. And basically, they said we're going to simplify it and making it easier for new players to come in here and get right into the game and have the information, which I think across the board is always easier uh, or always better to have. Um, the question, uh, you know, is. And I guess we just sort of have to get in contact with these guys is, you know, what is the plan? You know, um, you know, overall, obviously, they had the uh, the Q&A um, or AMA over at uh, Reddit where they weren't going to change the design as far as like look aesthetics of the game, but they definitely wanted to improve upon it. Uh, to be honest, I haven't had a chance to read over it yet, but from basically what I've been hearing and stuff like that um... <laughs> from the title of it. From the title and uh, judging the pictures, no. Um, overall, I think it's uh, something that should be done. Something just so better communication for the on-screen UI and stuff like that. I saw someone playing Tactics on Twitch last night. Husky from the mm-hmm. game station was playing mm-hmm. Sean. So, and, Phil, are uh, you feeling a connection with the lizard? I feel the like blue lizard. They hit, I, well, no, I, I feel like they this first post by him, uh, this conundrum. I I think it's right on. The nail on the head i mean like when you hopped in it was very confusing like i mean even even when you send an invite how does that pop up to the other person you had to you know click you just click like, a tab and click another and then, tab yeah and then you, you customize the mech you have to click on this and click on that and it, it was very there was it was like two moves uh to get to your destination or kick your dog where, no she's snoring dude try hitting her that is so not a dog i don't care what you say Something's pulling its way out of an egg that's stuck to the bottom of his room with snot. Ooh. All right, moving on. We've got uh, Battletech, the board game. Obviously, we have the Alpha Strike pre-order, but more specifically for the board game, Catalyst will be at Gen Con. That's actually going on, like, this weekend, isn't it? Like, or tomorrow? That's, like, right now? Yeah, it's going on right now. So if you're not there, well, it is what it is. Now, that being said, we are going to have Rhino Bills on the show in the future. Um, I do not have a date for you, obviously. Uh, we're going to try to get him on as soon as possible, hopefully before the launch party, because I'll be out in California. Um, but from the 24th through the 29th, I will be out there. Um, and uh, obviously, we'll have more info on NGNG Con and all that. Uh, but the launch party is going to be pretty damn cool. I get to meet the Beard and all of the PGI guys that will be there in IGP. And then there will be other people. Some of you guys might be there. Who knows? Um, of course, more details on that as they release it. But uh, I am looking forward to it. It will be really freaking cool. So, And I think, uh, Brandon, you're also going to be there, right? That would be correct. Bam! That will be pretty freaking cool. So, uh and uh, I'm sure, uh, you know, things will be streamed, by the way, on the launch event and as well as NGNG Con. So more deets on that as we go. But, uh, yeah, Gen Con. Yeah. I think, actually, we had a few. Um, I want to say uh, we had an Aces member that was going. Horned Owl Will was going. So I think he was going to rock out his Aces t-shirt, too. So if you see an Aces member walking around there, make sure to say hello. Was, Don't beat uh, him up. I know, right? And, of course, we've got the Battletech Catalyst Game Lab Sponsorship Giveaway, Week 13. Again, the starter um, book, Sword and Dragon. Make sure to enter that. It's totally free. All you got to do is register and post up who your favorite Battletech Merc unit is. Or if you don't have one, well, Sad Panda, maybe. Just, I don't know. And, and for all of you clanners, a dead Merc is not a favorite Merc. That's not how that works. Make sure to check us out on Facebook. It's uh, No Guts No Galaxy Podcast. Um, it's a great way for us to give you feedback and post a mech porn. I literally post a mech porn every day. Hopefully you guys really enjoy that. Um, I scour in DBNR and I get a lot of artists that send me their stuff. And as soon as I get it, I post it up. Um, but, uh, yeah, recently Spooky, uh, had a new about, one. I was about to say that Spooky one is beautiful. Yep. That Mauler and avatar in the background just makes me drool. If you haven't seen, there are actually three pieces of battle armor on that too. Try to find all three. Obviously, you got the one in the foreground right there. there not are two pieces. More. 
three battle armors. Well, you you yeah, call them pieces. Yeah, and of course, there is the avatar in the Mullen in the background. It is, I love his artwork. And we had uh, another one uh, post up of a Templar, a Davion Templar. That was actually really freaking cool. Totally different style. I love it. Bring more. And if you are an artist out there, or maybe you're an animator, get in touch with me. Sean Ling at NoGutsNoGalks.net. If you're doing artwork specifically towards Battletech McWarrior, you have a direct line. Send it to me directly. I will post up. I can link sources. I can say who you are. And I have no problem. More mech porn, the better. Please, right now. And, uh, yeah. So. Maybe you're a mime. You know, contact him also. Yeah, and if you do animation stuff, let me know. It's always good. Be a mech porn star. It's great. And, of course, check us out at No Guts, No Galaxy TV on YouTube. I've been posting up a lot of content. Uh, actually, the last video of 8v8 recordings I had is up. And uh, make sure to give that a check. And specifically, I want you guys to go check out and watch the video of Darren dying in a ball of fire. Mm. It's, uh, yeah, it's right here. It's fake, but go enjoy it. Right there. You just follow that link right there, and uh, you'll be good to go for all of your, you know, viewing pleasure. Garth almost died, too. God, that would have been so awesome to kill all four of you. Just It was like two seconds, two seconds away from it. And then, uh, We would have never heard the end of it if you had and of course, make sure to check us out on No Guts or NGNG TV with all of our NGNG TV streamers. Uh, MP was going yesterday for Team Speak Tuesday. Uh, Versinix was streaming earlier today. I think Matt was testing out, and I don't know why he was doing it. He was testing a 1440p stream, but I think he was uploading at like 5 megs. It's totally ridiculous. Um, yeah, I think it failed. Um, P stream. But he wanted to try it, so, you know, there is that. And of course, I just want to say thank you to everyone. You guys are awesome. Appreciate everyone coming out here. Hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. Again, we will have Brian Ekman on in the beginning of September as soon as uh, he gets back. So just keep that in mind. Uh, we'll post up ahead of time. You're going to be able to post questions and uh, we'll get them answered for you. So hopefully, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb here and say we can talk about, uh, you know, the state of the game, community warfare, what's to be expected at launch, and obviously after launch. So hopefully we'll be able to get those answers as soon as possible, but we have to wait till the beginning of September. So, And of course, I just want to say thank you really quick to all of our staff members. Um, I say this, but you guys... Like there's so many people that you know help out and do stuff behind the scenes, from our graphics guys to our web guy, and uh, you know all the way down to articles. And, and Wingbreaker, I just want to say, uh, Anthony, it, it, I love reading your stuff. Thank you again for you know being a part of the team. It's really cool to you know actually read that type of I guess literature the way you've done it. I, I like it. So a new BattleTech story. I mean, we've been reading the same books how many times over and over and over again. So, anyways, Don't Anthony, making me blush. Great work. I'm looking forward to reading the one that's coming out tomorrow. So, hey, and like I said, if you are a author or not an author, yeah, if you're an author or a writer or maybe you're, you know, like I said, an artist or maybe you have some type of talent, you like to do stuff in the community. Maybe you're even a, a Twitch person, you know, on Twitch TV, not really twitching. Um, hey, make sure to get in contact with me. We're always looking for more people to be a part of the NGNG, you know, uh, conglomerate that is. But anyways, guys. Thank you again for coming out. Hopefully you had a great night. This was your local No Guts, No Galaxy MechWare podcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. This is Phil. And this is Darren. This is Brandon, also known as Patrick Hell. Greg. And this is Greg, also known as Alexev. Wingbreaker. This is Anthony, also known as Wingbreaker. George. I hate you all. Go to hell. Oh, sorry. This is George. Have a nice night. Until next time, Mech Warriors. It'd be best if you avoid me But I know you probably can't You sense something is wrong with me You can feel it on my skin But there is more with Thought it was normal 
just a little off The truth is at one time I was But now I'm a robot Forever 